one man, one mission, to help people create freedom through real estate. Welcome to the Power Up Real Estate Podcast that brings you pure gold when it comes to investing in real estate, growing your net worth, and create the life you want. It's time to find deals and find money. Please welcome your host, Mike Fritz. Hey everybody, my name is Mike Fritz, host of the Power Up Real Estate Podcast. So great to have you all listening to the very first episode where we help people create financial freedom by investing smartly, safely, and consistently in real estate. And one of the things I'm going to talk to you about today is uh, something that may not be as fun to talk about, but very important is the question that I'm getting so much right now is should I buy or should I wait during the COVID-19 pandemic? And uh, if you're listening to this in the future and you're back listening to our shows, uh, we are in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And right now it's changing some of the buying patterns of real estate. It's changing some of the ways people are uh, digesting the market right now and trusting the market. And it's it's uh, stopping real estate agents from being able to show homes and it's slowing down construction from being able to happen on homes. And so it's really messing things up. Only a third of the rent was, uh, or I'm sorry, only uh, two thirds of the rent was paid in April um, of 2020. And so all that to say, we are in an unprecedented time and so many people want to know what should I be doing in real estate? Is this a market I should be waiting to see if the dust settles, where it settles, so that then I can continue on down the road? And while I, just like no other real estate guru, have a crystal ball, I am going to share a little bit with you about some trends that have happened throughout the history of real estate investing and why those should inform your decisions now. Because a lot of times people are like, we're in an unprecedented time. And while yes, the COVID-19 pandemic is certainly unprecedented, but fear, scarcity, holding back, slow economy, layoffs, um, worry, all those are very real and very normal emotions that our economy has seen many, 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 many times. We are seeing an, an explosive rate of unemployment, which a lot of that will come back after the shutdown has all released and businesses has started back up, but not all. We will experience um, some unemployment. We will experience some businesses closing their doors completely and those people having to find other industries that are hiring and booming. But here's an interesting thing, and a lot of economic depressions, um, it, it happens throughout all businesses. This is interesting because while lots of businesses aren't can't even open, there are businesses whose stocks are booming, uh, like Zoom and things that are helping people navigate the virtual world and others. And so all that to say that we have to look at this objectively and historically while also understanding we don't necessarily know what's going to happen. But I can say for certain, you never, and you can double underline that, you never want to wait to buy real estate. It tells you how crazy low this product property was. And I didn't buy because I'm like, I don't know when this property is going to come back out. I don't know how long we're going to be in this. An investor came in and bought that property at $184,000. And I just saw last week, that same property is on the market for over $1 million. That's what freezing gets you. And I don't want freezing to cost you nine, almost $900,000 like it cost me. What I want you to do is make smart, safe, reserved decisions that will absolutely impact your future, your financial future, beneficially, right? So today I'm going to talk about five reasons why you should buy now. Five reasons why you should buy now. Number one, real estate appreciates, just period. The only time real estate doesn't appreciate is when we are in a market crash. And when it crashes, what happens next? 
it goes up right after the 2008 2009 crash what happened eventually it started going up 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 and then further than it went before the economy is kind of like a bungee cord the farther it goes down the higher it goes up and so when it goes down it goes back up to an absolute abundant uh, abundant place and that if our economy does really take a dip which we certainly um, can project we will see a dip in economy it will probably go back even higher than it was before real estate appreciates and so if you buy a property now which i'll tell you in a minute how you can leverage the covid 19 pandemic to get better deals you want to buy now because when it does appreciate it's going to go even higher than it is now so please do not pause like i did it could cost you nearly a million dollars right so first one, real estate appreciates. It's the nature of the game. You don't buy real, real estate is never just standing still. It's either going down or up. And so real estate, but eventually the gravity of real estate is on its head and it usually pulls it up. So real estate is an appreciation game. So buy now, buy now, buy now, always. Um, it's cost me millions to make decisions that uh, when, I all, when I froze and didn't make decisions. Number two, so the first one is real estate appreciates. Number two, rentals are a beautiful market to get into in, an, in a recession. Sadly, when people lose their homes, they begin to rent. The rental market right now is absolutely booming because there's a lot more people that don't necessarily want to own homes. They want to rent. So buying houses and owning property that you can rent out for a healthy margin is an excellent way to do now, an excellent thing to do now because here's the beauty of rental property. See, when people, when flips and wholesalers, and that's when people are buying houses and flipping them or just selling the contracts in a wholesale scenario, what happens is you have to be able to buy low, sell high, in, in bookended in the same economy. Well, rentals allow you to skip economies and skip the bad ones and sell in the good ones. Here's what that means. So rentals allow you, let's say it does, you do buy right now. Let's say you buy a, a duplex for $300,000 in Nashville, right? You buy a duplex for 300 grand. The thing makes you 3,500 a month. You're renting it out for 1750 aside, whatever makes you 3,500 a month, right? So 3,500 a month, it's paying your bills, paying everything, giving you a little bit of money. And then it tanks. Now it's only worth 112,000. You bought something worth 300, you bought something at 300,000. Now it's only worth 112,000. Oh my word, the world is falling. Or is it? Do you just rent it out at 3,500 a month, 1750 aside until it comes back up. And then when the rental, then eventually what happens is that property is going to be worth 350 or 400,000. And you're going to be able to sell there. Here's an example. I bought a property on back taxes about seven years ago, a duplex for about seven, about $70,000 in the Midwest. It was a really good deal. I started renting it. Uh, actually, I lived in half and rented the other side out uh, a little while and then moved out of that and uh, filled both sides. The rental was really, really, really good. And I began to up the rents and up the rents. And I just got an appraisal on that. And that's worth $190,000 over three times the sale or the, almost three times the purchase price. I was able to rent it out and make money every month until it appreciates. Rentals are great things to buy right now because you can rent it until the market changes. Because again, when you flip or wholesale, you have to buy and sell inside of that same economic environment. Rentals allow you to transcend economic environment and skip economies, meaning buy in one economy, wait till the good one comes and sell in that one. So rentals are a beautiful, safe market. And often in recessions and contractions, people lose their homes or move out of their homes and move into rental property. So if you own rental property, the renter pool is a beautiful, it, it gets better and better and better because all these amazing people are coming to rent. And we're seeing a less and less people that want to buy homes, especially in the millennial generation. They want to rent. 
So that's a great, it's a great way to do right now is uh, the great thing to do is to uh, invest in rental property. So number two, uh, so first one, buy now because real estate's an appreciation game. Number two, buy now because rentals, man. Rentals are where it's at, it's beautiful. Um, number three, when a recession hits, those that lean in win. So number three, the reason you buy now is every time a recession hits, those that freeze and don't move eventually wish they had. A friend of mine in Denver is a, is a physical therapist. He's a brilliant business owner, good friend of mine. Him and I were talking back in 2003 for in the physical therapy space, they, there were some significant changes to, uh, to the way insurance was collected and it really impacted physical therapists. In fact, it put many of them out of business because it elongated the amount of time in which an insurance company could pay them. So they'd have to do the work and then wait almost 18 months now to get paid. And so that uh, many of them couldn't float that much time without getting paid and still pay employees and rent and all the things that come with running a business. And so they decided, uh, my, my uh, business partner friend, or my uh, friend who owns these businesses, decided, you know what, this is not the time to contract and freeze like everybody else's. He expanded. He exploded. He went and borrowed money and, 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 and built money partners and, and partnered up with chiropractors for office space so they could both rent out of the same building. And he got creative. And that recession, that recession, and that it's interesting because that recession didn't hit a lot of industries, but it, hit, it felt like a recession to the physical therapy industry in Denver. And then all of a sudden, what did he do? That specific time, it made him a very, very wealthy man. Now he has over double-digit offices in Denver, all over Denver. He's a very well-known physical therapist because he didn't contract or freeze in the middle of a recession. And real estate markets, everybody always says, real estate agents, or I'm sorry, real estate investors always say this, oh, I'm waiting for the next market crash so I can invest. You know what I found? That's not true. People that are holding onto their money waiting to invest usually don't want to let go of it when times are tough and chaos is hitting. So what you want to do is you want to practice your decision-making skills and investing muscles now. Now. Now is the time to invest. I just closed on a 23-unit deal, and I just bought a property to flip. And in that, I have a flipping team in the Midwest. We're getting ready to list a house, and I'm getting ready to buy another house. Why? Because I'm not going to contract during this time. People might say, but Mike, what if you buy a house to flip, and it just doesn't doesn't sell. What do you do then? Well, then I rent it out and turn it into number two. I turn it into rental until the economy gets out and they move out of their lease. I fix it up and sell it then. The thing is real estate, there's always a way to generate revenue. But people that are worried about real estate and worried, oh, what's, what's the market going to do? It's the reason they don't get into the market. And it's the most beautiful time to get into the market. So number three, when a recession hit, it's, it's a time to lean in, not contract. Number four, Foreclosures are going to be hitting the market. Buy now, why? Because foreclosures are going to be hitting the market. Sadly, people are going to lose their homes. They're going to lose their jobs, won't be able to make their housing payments, and are going to lose homes, and foreclosures are going to hit the market. Now, it's probably not going to happen uh, like real soon because not only have they paused the ability to foreclose in some places, but they've also that will also elongate uh, the time in which people can make payments, meaning um, if usually you can miss, because you I don't know if you know this, but you can miss five to six payments, five to six months before banks start start pushing you out of your home and so that's a long time so with 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 the government holding off foreclosures plus that five to six month period it could be another seven eight nine maybe closer to a year before we see those foreclosures hit the market so we could see a, a big batch of foreclosures at the market in 2021 but here's my projection is we won't see as many foreclosures at the market as people think so 
So this 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 point has two elements. The first element is buy because you're gonna you are gonna see some foreclosures at the market. In fact, right now there aren't many because foreclosures are paused. So you're not gonna see foreclosures as many foreclosures hit the market till 2021 because right now they've paused that and people can live in their house without making their payments due to the uh, government shutdown and businesses not being able to operate. But when they let people coming back out uh, and, and working and businesses starting back up, they're going to lift those laws. And now you can foreclose and people aren't going to make their payments. And then that five to six month time frame begins to start. And then you'll start to see people lose their home. So we'll see a batch in 2021. But right now, we're not going to see a foreclosures right now in June of 2020. I'm looking at, um, we're looking at buying some houses in the Midwest um, to fix and flip. And uh, the, the inventory is pretty sparse because we don't have a lot of foreclosures, right? So the first thing, but we are going to have them. So why buy now? There are still good deals. There's always been good deals. This is one of the things that I, I love it when real estate investors say is like, there's just no good deals right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is that that makes me feel really good because I'm like, yeah, keep thinking that <laughs> more deals for me, right? No, I'm just kidding. But my point in saying that is it, it, people just, they, 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 they want to blame either there's right now when the economy's great, there's no deals. When the economy's bad, there's no money. When the economy's this, we can always blame it on things. The time to buy is now people. Okay. So number one, foreclosures are going to be hitting the market. So there are foreclosures, so be buying them. However, I don't think as many foreclosures are going to hit the market as we think. In fact, I think the economic uh, upheaval is going to be more like a Nike swoosh than it is a big V or a U. And I've, as, as I've studied economists, talked to some of my own real estate mentors and a lot of real estate people that have lived through a lot of the dot-com crash, the 2008, 2009 crash, the 80s, that have been investing for 30, 40 years. A lot of them are saying, I think it's going to be more like a Nike swoosh for a couple reasons. Number one, in 2008, 2009, the real estate market caused the crash. In 2020, nothing did, right? We, I mean, nothing was a cause of the economic crash in the economy. It was a, it was a pandemic that none of us could see coming. No economic element caused this crash. So one thing I do think that we're going to come out of it fairly quickly. Low interest rates are a are one of the another reason why people are probably not going to lose their homes or much, and it's going to come out quickly is because of low interest rates. Low interest rates keep people buying. Buyers go up. Buyer pools increase when interest rates go down. So you see more buyers, more people think, you know what? I can get money at two, three, four percent. Now's a good time to buy a house. So when interest rates stay low, buyer pools and demand stay up. So it's also a good time to own property to sell when interest rates are low, right? Number number uh, two, in 2008, 2009, coming into that crash, we didn't have a really strong real estate market. It was okay, but it wasn't great. We had a really strong, I mean, a really strong real estate market, one of the strongest I've ever seen come in, coming into this uh, pandemic. And so because the market was so strong, it's going to maintain some of that strength, not all of it. It will lose steam for sure. Like I say, I think it's going to be more like a Nike swoosh. It's going to go down and then it's going to start veeing back up. Right. And then the third reason I don't think there's going to be as many foreclosures is because of the equity differential. Back in 2008, 2009, we had people that um, were getting loans for 100% of their house at 50 years with no money down. Right. So they weren't paying any money. They didn't have any skin in the game. They had a 50 year loan to get the payment lower. And they it just was a it was a disaster. And it was just a a problem waiting to explode. And it did. Well, right now we have 30% of the real estate that is owned outright and a lot more equity than we had in 2008. And with that equity differential, you have a lot less foreclosures when somebody said when, when they can't make their payment, but what they owe on the house is 20,000 
less than what they can get for it, they'll just sell it, take that difference and move. And so a lot of times we'll have a less foreclosures and which that helps the real estate market. Foreclosures is not what uh, is not good for real estate market where a lot of people are like that's where you get houses to to flip, right? You know, cuz foreclosures and houses hit the market, that's where you get mark houses cheap and we can flip. But remember, what keeps real estate prices high in the housing market is when demand and up, it, when demand is up, meaning a lot of buyers, inventory is low, meaning a lot of houses. If that switches or even if the demand stays the same but the inventory goes up and there's a lot more options, then it'll drive prices down and that's what drives markets down. So, I think for foreclosures are a great thing. We should buy now because there are foreclosures out there and there are great deals. However, I in a in a positive note, I don't think there's going to be as many foreclosures as people think. And that's my hope. And uh, the, the fifth reason uh, or the fifth reason I said you should absolutely buy. Yes, you should buy. However, look for a better deal. With the COVID-19 pandemic, you can get better deals because you can use this as a catalyst for negotiation. Um, if I'm in the middle of a negotiation right now, if I'm you and I'm in the middle of buying a house, I might come back to a seller and say, listen, I'd like an extra 10,000 off to make sure I'm covered if the market crashes. Because if the market dives, I want to be covered. I don't want to be way upside down on a house. And in the middle of this, it's something that can make sellers be a little bit more like, yep, I understand. Um, I'm, I either won't sell and then you can move to another property or yeah, I understand and we'll take a $10,000 uh, chunk off of that. So so yes, I also think the fifth reason, but you need, yes, you definitely need to buy now, but look for a better deal. Be asking for better deals. And just a couple quick tips as I'm gonna close out this podcast here in just a minute. But uh, number one, watch for inventory in your area. This needs to be a consistent KPI discipline, a key performance indicator. One of the fastest way to grow your real estate business is to be watching inventory in the areas you want to buy all the time. And there's two ways to do this. One, you can watch for FISBO off-market listings, meaning, you know, Craigslist, Facebook, Marketplace, some of these places that people list, um, uh, the FISBO site a FIS for sale by owner. And you can look at some of those sites and see who's listing and who's not. You can, you can, what we call driving for dollars, drive around and see if they have signs in their yard and you can see people that are selling. You can do that. Or and build, I shouldn't say or, but definitely and build relationships with realtors and see what they're seeing, see what they're seeing. And if you have a relationship with a bank, maybe you have a loan on a property or a loan on your own personal home, go to the banker and say, hey, do you have any other properties that are in foreclosures that we could look at that might be a good win-win scenario, right? So always be looking for inventory. Number two, always be looking for comps. Always be watching when a home sells in your area, you need to know about it. If you're interested in investing in uh, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, what you want to do is you want to make sure you want to go there and you want to say, okay, every time a house sells, if it's a specific suburb you're looking at, or, uh, you know, I live in Cincinnati. So if you want to look up in, in Northern Cincinnati, Mason is, is this little town's a really good hot area or Walnut Hills. And I might be looking every time a house sells, I have some realtors that shoot me a house when they hit a market in those areas, every time a house hits a market. And I want to know when, when is one selling so that I can know what are the housing prices. So, and then I can take a housing price. So let's say a five bedroom, two bath house sells and uh, I look at that and I'm like, oh wow, it sold for two ninety nine uh, a year ago. It sold for you know two forty nine. Wow, fifty thousand a year, or you know three years ago it sold for two forty nine. Whatever, but at least it tells me what's the comps in the area. 
Okay, and I'll recap in just a minute. And then the other thing is just what I call warm up your money. Again, these are three things just to keep real estate, uh, keep moving in real estate during this pandemic is watch inventory, watch comps and warm up money. What warm up money mean, uh, means is, is you can't buy deals without cash, right? So you got to find a way you're going to fund deals. So if you have, if you work with hard money lenders, if you work with private money, if you work with bank money, if you're doing refis or HELOCs, whatever you're doing, whatever funding options you're working with, warm up that money, talk to your bank talk to your hard money lenders, talk to your private partners, talk to your, your JV partners, talk to whoever you're in business with and say, hey, um, through this pandemic, I'm still looking for deals. How are we on money? Have 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 uh, plans changed? Have have loans changed? Have rates changed? Have What's changing? Continue the conversation so they know you're still in the game, right? Because one of the things I've realized is talking to my money partners always yields good conversations, no matter what when in the process I'm talking to them, right? So um, I was at one meeting with one of my teams, my flipping teams in the Midwest the other day, and they were talking to one of their bankers. And they're like, hey, we've got a couple foreclosures. You should look at our houses that we have for sale. Well, we didn't know that they um, they had any foreclosures on the list at that point. So now we do. Now we're having that conversation. But just by keeping that money warm, keeping those relationships warm, because if a deal does pop up, you want to be able to move. And in this uh, economic environment with COVID-19, people are a little leery in the money lending. So you want to keep your money warm, right? All right, guys. So when people ask me all the time, should I buy now? Should I buy now? Well, I've given you five reasons to buy. I'll recap real quick. Number one, real estate's an appreciation game. Real estate always goes up. Even if it crashes, eventually it starts going back up. Number two, hit that rental market. Hit that rental market. Even if you don't want to be a, a landlord long-term, which I think is one of the most beautiful passive revenues in the world. If you, if, if you don't want to do that, just own it long enough, put a management team in place and own it long enough and then sell it in a hot market. Number three, when recessions hit, leaders lean in. If you want to win, you need to lean in when recessions hit. Don't contract. Number four, foreclosures are definitely out there. So keep looking, keep looking. Number five, definitely uh, be buying, but also be looking for a better deal. Watch, 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 watch. Okay. Better deals are going to hit and you're going to get some of those. And then just a couple quick tips, watching your inventory, watching your comps and warming up your money. Guys, I'm so excited for this time because I don't think there's ever been a better time to invest in real estate. And I know you hear a lot of people say that, but I really mean, I believe this is the best time ever to invest in real estate. And I hope you uh, start looking in your area, start warming up leads and start getting into real estate because it's the best thing I've ever found to build financial freedom so you can spend time with your friends, loved ones, family, and uh, living the life of your dreams. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Power Up Real Estate. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Power Up Real Estate Podcast with Mike Fritz. This podcast has been brought to you by Titanium Capital, the home for multifamily real estate investing. You can find them at titaniumcapitalhq.com. That's titaniumcapitalhq.com. 